The Frequency 49 show is brought to you by Niner Empire GB. Welcome to the Frequency 49 show. I'm Kat Victorino and today with me is James Little. Hi James, how you doing? I'm good. Glad to have you back Kat. Thank you. It's been a long, I guess almost a month, um, but I am happy to be back and even more excited to be back after a win. Yeah, we won. <laughs> we've won twice. We've won twice since you've been on the last been on the show. I'm not saying that's because you've not been here. Uh, I certainly no. hope not. I hope that's not the case. I hope that's not we, the reason. We knew why it was going to happen eventually. We knew it was going to happen eventually. It's happened twice. There's too much talent on this team, in my opinion. There's too much talent on this team for them to go winless this year. So up to two, that's good. We'll talk later on about whether or not we can get a third and a fourth. And can I get my five and 11 uh, <laughs> a season or not? Um, but yes, so let's talk about the game. The Niners traveled to the Windy City of Chicago last week and came home victorious. It's our second win of the season. And everyone is now saying, or has been saying, even before the game, that this is the beginning of the Jimmy G era. Uh, Final score was Niners 15, Bears 14. Garoppolo went 26 of 37 for 293 yards. No touchdowns, one interception, and an 82.4 passer rating. Trubinsky went 12 for 15 with 102 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, and 117.2 passer rating. Now, you guys know I like the passer rating stat, but I don't think this tells the story. What do you think? Yeah, exactly that. I think the interception is the reason for the lower Garoppolo uh, passer rating quite clear it wasn't his fault uh, by any means it was a bit of a strange one that inception for me um i have to say though fair play to the defensive goal for getting hold of that ball in the way he did um i was you know i didn't really have any qualms about it um he stripped the ball from our player so i was sometimes you know when the, the balls get tipped it up tipped up into the air and then caught i do think there should be a not a separate stats category because we have loads <laughs> of different stats as it is. But, you know, exactly. when these guys get the totals at the end with the interceptions, you know, if there's been a number of them, I think it's a bit unfair on them. But no, uh, Garoppolo was everything and more than I imagined. I, as probably most fans, went back and saw the little experience he had in the NFL. Granted, that was with the Patriots. Um, uh, but to me, the, the guy that I saw in an Niners jersey, number 10, Mm-hmm. Was was very much the same guy. Uh, I didn't realise how, or well, didn't really appreciate how his stature. He he is the to me is the stereotypical large, strong, uh, big statured quarterback. Uh, he's not one of these little run around darty guys, but he can he can he shift, can, he can move. Yeah, we've seen we've seen that, but no, um, I was very impressed with him. Uh, to me, you know, uh, since I've been watching the Niners, when we start, when I started watching Kaepernick, uh, <laughs> you know, took us to the Super Bowl. Um, very different style of quarterback, but to mm-hmm. me, this looks the most settled since when I first started watching us. Alex Smith, so, you know, more similar. Yeah, 
And that's the thing that really impressed me Sunday with Garoppolo. And I was, I was kind of surprised at how impressed I was, was the quick release, which I knew he had a quick release, but it was a quick release. He had confidence in the pocket, confidence at the line. I mean, he just looked like a veteran quarterback who knew what he was doing, knew what his job was and was there to execute it. And dang, did he execute yeah, he, um, it's that franchise look, isn't it? it mm-hmm. it's, to me, he certainly looks like a franchise NFL quarterback. Yeah. Um, I'm all, okay, it's only one game and, you know, it's very possible in the NFL that things could all fall apart. But from the small sample size that we've seen of him <laughs> so far um, in the NFL, not just with us, you know, in the NFL as total, uh, which is a hard league to stay in. Uh, for any player in any position, but especially the quarterback with it being, you know, the main position. Um, he looks, it, he's talked to it like, we're, I don't know if you have a saying over there in America, but he's talked to it like a duck to water. A duck to water, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, he just he just looks natural in that position. It sounds daft, but it looks natural in that position. He looked comfortable. That quick release for me instantly was, that's, that. it's the the mentality, it's the um, experience well, uh, and he has you know, that. Um, what's the word? That that presence on the field of mind. You know, yes. he, it's like he's aware of everything that's going on around him. Which you know, no knock on CJ because I have a lot of respect for him. He's mm. CJ's had a heck of a season, but you know, he, CJ got beat up, and he really doesn't have the experience that Garoppolo had of of sitting on the bench and watching not the goat, but one of the better quarterbacks of the league um, and learning from him and learning how to be aware of everything that's going on around you, behind you, you know, are you getting that pressure from behind? And, and just his, I was just so tickled with his presence and come on after the, the way this season has gone and the last few seasons have gone, how can you not get excited about something like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. It's just a remarkable difference for me. I wasn't worried about the quarterback position at all. I was, you know, now my focus or my worries come from the other positions, which are a lot easier to fill. Um, yeah. You know, with free agency, I'll be honest, you know, with the uh, wide receivers available that are going to become available, some of them are getting tied down now. And we've mm-hmm. seen Alshon Jeffrey at the Eagles has been tied down, which is fair enough, because when you've got talent, they've got, you know, we've got, we'll have the money and we've got the money. I think with certain positions like the wide receiver and running backs, you can solve, not easier, but, you know, well, yeah, 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 I think easier than uh, quarterback, because we've seen so many quarterback busts um, mm-hmm. and rookies, and the, these guys don't. Uh, don't come in and become immediate successful starters like they used to, like, you know, Manning, uh, both of them, when they first started, mm-hmm. instant success. That doesn't Luck. seem to happen. Luck, exactly. When Yeah. Uh, even, you know, Matthew Stafford, and, you know, they're mm-hmm. still good quarterbacks, but they came in and were straight away um, an NFL quarterback. That doesn't seem to happen. Like, Jared Goff for the Rams has took a little bit of time. Starting to look, I mean, he's having a great season. Well, to me, still looks a bit far from the finished article, but these guys aren't coming in ready, you know, plug and play players. Yeah. And I think we've managed to pick up a guy that is exactly that for us. Mm-hmm. It's really they don't have to worry about the quarterback position, in, in my opinion, now going yeah. forward. And let's hope they're getting tied down to this, you know, tied down to a long term contract, so that doesn't become a worry for, well, for any, you know, for fans and uh, mm-hmm. coaching staff and franchise people alike. 
And, you know, for a face of a franchise, he's not bad looking. Oh, did I say that out loud? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It is true. So let's let's look at some of the other stats. Um, rushing, Hyde was 17 for 54 with a 3.2 yard average. His long was 18. Breda was 12 for 45 with a 3.8 um, average, a long of eight. Juszczyk was one for three with an average of, well, three yards. Um, and Garoppolo, look at that, four of eight. For two yards per average as long of eight. Um, so not only do we have a good looking quarterback, but he also can move. He can make some plays. And what what else can we say about about our rushing? Do we do we need to address that in free agency or the draft, do you think? Uh, yeah, my opinion, <laughs> my hundred, my opinion is I like Carlos Hard. I really do. I've been a fan of his since we drafted. Um, but. As Rob, you know, we've spoke about it over the season, and Rob first started bringing my awareness to the lack of productivity that we actually do get out of Carlos when he does do everything right and he has a monster game, which, you know, isn't that often for us, to be honest. Um, he looks great, and I think, oh, yeah, that's our guy running back again. That's Carlos. Um, and I know he's put extra work in this season, which is fair yeah. play, because it's, well, I presume because it's a contract year and I was hoping he'd stay with us. We'll see. It's still, you know, that we'll see how that pans out. But no, definitely, um, if it is Carlos Hyde, but next season, great. Um, I'd like to see somebody, a, a true number one running back. You know, I've spoken about the guys that have been spoken about in the draft. There's one guy that I'm a big fan of, or I say a big fan of, that gets mentioned a lot to do with who we're going to draft. We'll look at that. <laughs> Would that to, be? Um, <laughs> yeah. To be fair, we have spoken before about his Hyde's average being higher. He he'd had you know games where four point six yards per average, close to five six yards per run. Some games, so he's he's got the he can do it where he can move the sticks if we were to keep running him. How much of the issue with him? is the lack of blocking the lack you know the the going back to that offensive line issue do you think this is exactly it this everybody knows that that's what we've got to look to fix now i have to say in that in that game they they did a very very good job they twice i think two or three times this season i've thought bloody hell where where have they been every single game Mm -hmm. Because um, they've looked like a decent unit, you know, as a whole offensive line, once or twice, and you know, we've got two wins. Let's say in both of those games, because you know, I think such a key thing in the NFL. I think the uh, offensive lines in the NFL in general uh, are quite, you know, that's the weak point of any team for me. I, I, I say I don't pay too much attention to every other, so many teams, so many games yeah. every week, but. Uh, for me, I think that's a really important thing. We still got to address it because they're not spot on every game. And I think, mm-hmm. I think again with looking at the draft and free agency, I do think. Or well, I'm not a GM, obviously, but I think that that would be something <laughs> that outside looking in would be not easy to fix, but easier no. to fix than other areas. Than well, you know, I- your skill players and your skill positions that cost you more money, etc. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, yeah. So well, they did look the, good in the game. There's yeah. also the piece of, you know, they looked good in the game, yeah. But there's, again, the Garoppolo factor because he is quick 
on the release. Yes. He was moving around the field to make plays, you know, rolling out of the pocket. Um, and that helps the offensive line because they don't have to work as hard to try and protect him because he's not holding on to the ball forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, receiving, Marquez Goodwin had one of his best games of the year. Um, eight for 99, 12.4 yard average, a long of 20. It was so good to see him have a good game, don't you think? I really like this guy. I really do Me like too. Goodwin. He's played well this year and everybody knows with what happened with him. Um, you know the the terrible, yeah, the terrible. I'm just recording went for that one. I was so sad. I know. Um, I mean, as I said at the time, I watched the game. I fell asleep on the night. I'd had a long weekend. I watched the game the next day, and of course, by that time, I knew, and it was. Well, I wouldn't say harder to watch, but yes, I do. I really like him. I like when I. I like the way he comes across when he's interviewed in the media. He seems to really enjoy being part of the team. Uh, again, I don't really know about his experiences on other teams, but he really looks like he's enjoying being there. And he's, you know, you have to say, starting to thrive and starting to look like a, you know, not a very good, because there's so many of them, a decent NFL receiver with a lot of space for me, in my opinion, to grow. He's got that speed. So he's mm-hmm. got the, you know, the mechanics for a wide receiver um, to be a very good wide receiver. So, yeah, I really like him. I think yeah. he's doing well for us. I want to see him stay on the team personally. I know there's going to be a lot of up, upheaval in the offseason again. I don't think as oh, much yeah. as we've seen. I think a lot of these guys are beginning to uh, not stake a claim, but, you know, bed their place in this team. There's, for me, there's Colbert, obviously my man Foster is, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, with a spoon as well, starting to look... You know, starting to look, I think they're all just getting more comfortable with the scheme, with each other, with the coaching mm-hmm. staff. And, they, you know, I know we're nearing the end of the season now, but we knew it was going to be like this. Competitive NFL games are totally different we to did. camp and off-season mm-hmm. uh, workouts and, you know, pre-season games and NFL competitive games are totally different ball games. And, uh, and we knew as, as much as we knew it was going to be hard, it still hurts. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, I really feel like since the game, the, the win against the Giants, that the team has really started to gel as a team. Um, it's gotten beyond the what am I doing, what is my job, to how does my job affect the job of the person next to me. And that's really when you start to see that cohesiveness come through. Even though we lost two games in between the two wins, it, I really feel like we're going in the right direction. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly right, Kat. You exactly right. Definitely feels like we're going in the right direction. Um, you know, just in terms of picking up wins, is going to do a great deal for them. I don't know if you've seen the video they uh, of Shanahan in the locker af- locker room after the game, giving the ball to um, Robbie Gold. Robbie Gold, yeah, yeah. I, um, I don't recall seeing any videos like that earlier on in the season when things no. were closing. So perhaps they're all getting a bit more relaxed. They, you know, they're allowing, you know, oh, yeah, let's, you know, of course, you're yeah, coming. I'm going to go and talk to the guys. We'll run down with how the game went. Come in, record, you know, mm-hmm. everything's getting a bit more relaxed, a bit more comfortable, um, you know, on the field and off the field by the looks yeah. of it. So it all seems to be bedding in a bit more. There's, you know, when things weren't going so well at the beginning of the season, there was this, should Shanahan be hiring an offensive coordinator? Right. Is he taking too much on? Now things are starting to turn a bit. There's none of that, no murmurs. It's like we've, you know, we've all said this is a rebuilding. We all got a bit mm-hmm. excited at first. I went with mad predictions we we're going to win all this because we're getting excited. 
Um, things... Like we do every off season. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, but no, things are certainly for me starting to look like they're you know bedding in. Everyone's getting mm-hmm. more comfortable with everything, um, and for us as fans, we're going to enjoy it more because we're going we are going to win more games. We're not going to win every game, I don't think. I don't think we've quite got an unbeatable team just yet. Uh, but we're but, working uh, towards it. Yeah, working <laughs> towards it. Um, but I think we yeah in just in the interactions of everything you know they're going to be happy we're going to be happier hopefully we'll start you know there's been a lot of talk with the, the stadium and you know empty seats or you know unhappy fans in the stadiums perhaps all all this negative talk that has surrounded the team on so many different occasions over the past what two three years mm-hmm. to be honest perhaps we're going to hear less and less of it and we'll all just start talking Maybe. about good things and the, the happy things well, and I think it's endemic of a losing team that you see empty seats. You know, it's yeah. it's just, it'll happen to any team. Well, maybe not the Packers because that's the only thing to do in Green Bay other than drink and bowl. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, we were talking about Robbie Gould not too long ago. And I read this morning, he was named the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week for his uh, play this week. So, yeah. yay, Robbie, good job. Um, also interesting stat that I really was kind of, um, happy to see was that this was this, this game was only the second time this season that the Niners have scored points in each quarter of the game. We also ruled on time of possession, 38 minutes, 47 seconds to the bears, 21 minutes and 13 seconds. That's better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so we do have some questions from the group about our game. Uh, Steve Panda Richardson asks, did our offense ever go three and out on Sunday? If not, why? And actually, Mark answered this for us. Um, The answer to Steve's question, if we went three and out, depends on your definition of a three and out. Mm -hmm. The drive where Garoppolo was picked was a three-play drive. But if it has to end on a punt, then the answer is no. The shortest drive was a six-play drive. So how do you like that? We had a game where we did not go three and out. Yep, uh, I can't remember the last time we've seen that. That was uh, good. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple of punts in there because I thought Pinion, <clears throat> Pinion's been solid since he's joined the team. Yes. Um, you know, he's got a hell of a. It amazes me sometimes that you know that I think sometimes the players such as the punters and kickers don't get enough credit because it looks he's so easy. But when you see, if you you know, well, obviously you must have over there. But I've on a couple of occasions I've actually seen what the goals are like um, at the international series. And you think that is not easy to hit from that distance. Um, So, and as we've seen, Robbie gold, solid kicker in the NFL. He's got a couple of records to his name in the NFL. Um, We've been lucky again in more, as as long as I've been following the team to have a solid kicker in a team and evident with other teams woes. Uh, You know, I've, I mentioned it in previous parts. I've not, to my knowledge, never seen kickers picked up and dropped so much as I have this season. So in terms of special teams and stuff, I think we've, yeah, we've done very well. Um, Very pleased with the offense as a whole. I know we didn't score any touchdowns, which was a bit disappointing, but I think Mm -hmm. as they get more comfortable, and going into the off-season with, you know, we are going to be acquiring more weapons for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo as we get more skilled guys, better guys in these skill positions. We're going to start scoring the touchdowns, so don't panic. Uh, the quarterback play was good. Uh, the offensive play was good. And the defensive play for me was good as well. We haven't spoke about the defence just yet. My man Foster, once again, 
you can count. It seems like you can count on him. Uh, it was all over the place. Tackling, yeah. Cobb, Cobb uh, did. I thought Reed did well this week as well. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Eric Reed did very well this week. There's been a few a game with him contract year, isn't it? So again, it's should, do you think he'll still be there? Right. Uh, there's always those things that you read. Why should we keep him? Why should we let him go? I thought he did well this week. Um, again, we'll see in the off season. Remains to be seen with if he'll be on the team. Um, yeah, I mean, but Buckner played well as well. He was uh, he was held without a QB pressure for the first time this season. Now, I didn't realise. I thought he played well. You know, I thought he done well. But yeah, so I think the uh, I think the defence did well. But I think the whole with Jimmy, the whole focus this week was going to be on the offence, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So. Totally. Well, and uh, looking at the at some of the stats, Witherspoon, Colbert, Reed, and Foster played all thirty-seven defensive snaps. When was the last game that we played where the defense was on the field for only 37 snaps? Yeah. 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 I didn't, I didn't take that from that, but exactly. (laughs) I looked at that and went only 37 snaps. Wow. Meanwhile, we've got, look at our group, Garoppolo, Kilgore, Fusco, Tomlinson, Staley, and Brown, who played all 75 offensive snaps. Mm. It's though it's those drives, isn't it? We spoke yeah. about. It's those continued drives, uh, keeping hold of the ball in the offensive, which allows the defense the you know the correct time to rest uh, and perform. You know the the way they did and the way the I mean the offensive line was as we said before with the questions raised over it. Seventy five snaps for all of those guys to be on playing together, uh, and they played well in my eyes. Was, yeah. Why, why can't you do it every week? But, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's very good. Um, yeah. I didn't, t- I didn't take the amount of snaps from those. <laughs> I took the fact – I took from those stats, I took the fact that those guys were on, all on the pitch together for that amount of time because with the injuries we've had this season. Yeah, um, there is that. Yeah, so that's what I took from that. But there's both sides <laughs> of that stat. <laughs> So Barry Wiggins asks, um, give the kip- kicker, and I'm Barry. I, uh, your post came out NOV. I'm reading that as MVP for the season. I'm assuming that's what he wanted to ask. So what do you think? Is is Robbie Gould our our team's MVP this year? Mm-hmm. Well, he's ever reliable. Um, he's been the most consistent performer throughout <laughs> the whole season. So yeah, I mean, I've, I called Uncle Phil. Uh, last year yeah. to be MVP, so and let's not give the kick of the MVP two years. Ago, I know. Right? Let's let's not do that. <laughs> but no, he's been solid. Um, I want to I want the guys to stand our team because I think mm-hmm. it's very important. As I've just said, I think it's really important for an yeah. NFL team to not have to worry about kickers, to not have to worry about quarterbacks. You know, the less worries a team has is going to be for the benefit. So yeah, I'm really pleased with him. He's doing yeah. well. I want to see the guys stay. Wouldn't mm-hmm. quite say MVP. I think, um, yeah, I think there's a couple of rookies that have started very well this season. One in mm, particular, but I'm one heavily in particular. biased. Yeah, <laughs> heavily biased towards him. Um, but also, he's full of smiles and laughter after the game. I thought he's he quite was. funny. For him and uh, Adrian Colbert have got quite a funny uh, friendship, I say. I'm just a social media guy. I follow them all on social media. And some of the pranks they've been pulling each other is quite oh, good, uh, so, which is good to see. Yeah, they're teammates. It is good to see the team smiling after a yeah. game. 
Exactly. Because you know, all these losses have got to be beating them down and, and really hurting their morale. So having a, a nice, solid win, even though there wasn't a touchdown scored. And Lisa, yes, we did talk about your question already about, about the lack of touchdowns. But Lisa Walker-Lawrence also asked about all those penalties. What about all those penalties? Are these still the new scheme mistakes or are we just down this rabbit hole of, of lack of discipline? Yeah. And she was there. So they must've annoyed her more than anyone else. And um, yeah, she was there to see the game live. And, With her uh, son, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Representing. That was one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. It's frustrating. It's, time and time again, we've spoken about this and it's like, it's not expected, but when it happens, it's like, yeah, Yep, yet again, it's mm-hmm. stupid, it's frustrating every single time, but I don't know. Unfortunately, it seems to be part of our game. Uh, I do think some of them are harshly called, and I do think we it's going to take something to shake this stigma with us and the penalties. I'm not going to say that the referees are biased in any means. Um, but, but they are. You know, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, they, you know, when a team gets a stigma for penalties, then I do think that they, they get a bit more flag-happy. Well, and there's also the human element of this game. And whether we like it or not, refs are human too, and they make mistakes. And whether they want to own up to the fact that they make a mistake is on them. But, Mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately, we just seem to attract that laundry rather regularly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Richard Burley asks, how much did sun- did Sunday show that we need to invest in a decent number one quarterback and running back? Now, we talked a little bit about this already. Mm-hmm. Um, if we sign Carlos Hyde for the future, do you think we no longer need a running back or do we need someone to compliment him? I think we need someone to compliment him. I think he... I don't think he'll be a number one running back on any team in the NFL, if I'm entirely honest. To show him a lot, the guy does run hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does have moments of brilliance. Um, I, you know, I was pleased when we drafted him because done a bit of research. I always do towards the draft. But he's been on this team for a while. He's had glimpses of, you know, especially if we sign him, the money's got to be right in my eyes. I don't think we should pay him anywhere near... You know, anywhere near the, well, I'm going to prob- possibly say top 15 rushes in the league at that position. 10, probably been a bit too harsh on him. Um, you know, I don't think we should pay him top whack. Um, and I think we should, personally, I think, again, spoke about it. I think we should uh, draft, definitely draft. But don't forget, we've got Matt Breeder, who look, you know, his rookie looking good. You know, um, he did look good this game. He really he did. did. His stats were good. Yeah, so, uh, you know. and the guy that went down just before the beginning of the season, whose name escapes me because I've not I, seen him in a, in a game for a while. Um, so those, you know, two young guys, again, it would be meant to be seen whether they'll be on the team. But yeah, uh, we need another. We need a number one running back. We need a weapon, uh, a game changer. Um, again, not to mention names. There's been one mentioned in the draft. I'm not the coach. I'm not the GM. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do. But, yeah, we need a number one. We need someone, if the passing game isn't going well, which it doesn't always, even regardless of your quarterback. You know, look, Brady's always had decent running backs. Um, mm-hmm. Or you know, or the guys, it, the running back has become a better player playing with uh, 
you know, playing with the Patriots, but he's always had that option. You've always got to have that option, otherwise they take the one game out of the game. Um, so yeah, I think we do need a, a a game in my eyes, a game changer. Whether that is that running back, or whether that's a wide receiver, or preferably both positions, I think it will be. We've got an offensive-minded coach, so mm-hmm. it's exciting times ahead. Yes. Um, I think guys will want to work with him. He's, I mean, with Deontay Freeman last season when he was with the Falcons, um, not particularly kept a, a close eye on him this season but last season what a standout running back he was and I, you know there's no reason he can't do that to whoever we get hold of or even Hyde if he's on the team and has a another off season with Shanahan and the team he could suddenly spark and be our number one but we definitely need that game changer at the running back yeah. position yes so Nathaniel James our friend says uh, what current players are not going to be around next year do you think Ooh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't like to predict that because yeah. I don't. Lo- well, I don't like to not see guys stay on our team. Uh, isn't always true because we've got to make room for new guys and better players. It's mm-hmm. the nature of the NFL. Um, I if you have, if you have to push me for an answer, I'd say I can't see Carlos Hyde being on our team. Really? Uh, next, yeah. I, I, unless the, unless he's willing to compromise on the money, which mm-hmm. guys. You I never mean, if, know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Um, but if he gets the option to go to, let's face it, if he gets the option to go to a a better team than us, a team that's possibly closer to getting to the playoffs and mm-hmm. the Super Bowl for a similar amount of money, uh, these guys get, you know, they can be, you know, what I'm trying to say is I'm not saying there's no laws in the NFL, but they are heavily driven by money. It's, it's a short yeah. career. I don't blame any player for leaving any team for any more money because it is the night, you know, the, it's tough in the NFL. These guys really do put their bodies through it. So I couldn't blame them for leaving. It all depends on the money, but honestly, I can't, I can't honestly see Carlos Hyde being on our team, especially if we draft who we've been so heavily quoted to be draft to draft. I can't see him playing second fiddle or happily playing second. Right. And with the other young guys forgetting about, you know, not forgetting about those. So yeah, I can't see Carlos Hyde. I do think Reed, uh, I do think Reed will be on the team. Uh, I know there's a lot of talk with him. Yeah, I do. I think there's a lot of too much talk for my liking with, you know, him and his relationship with Colin Kaepernick and everything. We won't go into all that. Um, you know, people say, well, that would count against him. My opinion. I don't think so. I don't think so either. My, my, my honest opinion is it mm-hmm. shouldn't. Um, and I like him on our team. And I think he, I think he's, he's, he's adapting. He's adapting to what's asked of him well, in my mm-hmm. eyes. So, yeah, I think Eric Reed will stay. I think Carlos Hyde personally will go. Uh, I don't know whether that's his decision or the team's decision. Teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really think who else his contract's up at the moment. Those are the two I keep hearing and reading about and keeping a close eye on. So the uh, offensive line, in my eyes, I'll be honest, they can all go. (laughs) (laughs) Except Joe Staley. I like Joe Staley, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, He's been a rock. He's been a rock. I'm sorry. He has been a rock. And um, (laughs) no, you're true. You're true. Oh, I want him to stay just because that Pepsi advert, I think that's hilarious. Um, (laughs) Brilliant. Um, but no, honestly, like, they, they've they've caused me so much uh, so much frustration. Then, besides, let's say I want Staley to stay because I do think you do need the vet, the odd veterans. You can't have a team completely run by young guys and rookies, and you know players that haven't been in the league for a particular time. We've lost, as we know, we lost Bowman, 
Um, in hindsight, that seems to have done my man faster. I always thought he was on this upward spiral, um, but I think in hindsight that's possibly helped him. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Bowman did well for the Raiders this uh, last week, but yeah, all right, yeah. So Staley can stay. Okay, the best of the offensive line can go. But uh, and let's not forget that Garoppolo is in his final year of his contract, so. I honestly, I think I've heard that the Niners are already in talks with his agent to get a long-term deal going mm-hmm. um, before the end of the season, which would be nice. Um, and I think that's the way it's going to end up. I think we're going to end up signing him to a long-term deal. I don't think we're going to fr- have to franchise him at all. Mm-hmm. Let's not have a Kirk Cousins situation on our hands um, because it gets talked about too much for a start. They went out and got him, identified him as identified him as our franchise quarterback from the small sample size that we've seen so far uh it certainly seems that way to me uh i'm happy going forward jimmy garoppolo as our quarterback uh, totally. so yeah let get the guy signed mm-hmm. uh, remove that question remove that doubt as i keep saying exactly it's one less thing to worry about Exactly. So let's take a look at uh, this week's game. The Niners are traveling to Houston on the road again, down in Texas. Um, Going to play the Texans. Uh, the Niners lead the series all time, two to one. Okay, we've only met three times. Our last meeting was a win for the Niners, thirty-four to three, in Week Five of twenty thirteen. When we, uh, we, oh, interesting, we crushed the Texans despite Kaepernick completing only six of his fifteen passes. I think that was the beginning, almost the beginning of the end for Kaepernick, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. He was really starting to to lose the step that he had. Uh, the Texans have only won the previous meeting in Houston, 24-21, week 7 of 2013. Uh, the Texans are coming off a 24-13 loss to Tennessee last week, leaving them 4-8. and eight. Good enough for third in the AFC South. Four games behind the Titans and the Jaguars. Yeah. So what do we see in this in this Texans team that we're going up against? The Niners are, are posting a two-and-a-half-point underdog right now. Uh, we've clearly got the better quarterback on the pitch on <laughs> Sunday before they even step on that field, I can tell you now. Uh, I'm very pleased we're not. I'm not pleased to see a player get injured, but oh, Deshaun, yeah. Deshaun Watson, to me, looked very lively. Reminded me a bit of how Dak uh, Prescott started last season, mm-hmm. how he, he started to come. And, you know, there's always that element. They don't really know the guy. Um, oh, well, there's college film to go on, but it's a whole different game in the NFL. I think quarterback we will be, again, really important this week. We're coming off a win there, coming off a loss. Um, I do wish, though, I do wish that – could we swap uh, – <laughs> Could we have DeAndre Hopkins just just for this game? Just for this game? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, look, just looking up uh, early on, what DeAndre Hopkins has got nine touchdowns this season, uh, and what we've got Goodwin on one, Trent Taylor on one, Kittle on one. Um, so there is. I know they've got Tom Savage, is it a quarterback of theirs, who's uh, been questionable for them you know, number of times that he's appeared. They they've always had a bit of a quarterback situation mm-hmm. the past years, but their defense is very good. Uh, yeah. And it, I know they're without. Um, oh oh wow, big guy, best defensive player in the NFL in my opinion. What's his name? Oh, oh. JJ Watt. JJ Watt. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know they're without him. <laughs> I forgot about oh. him. <laughs> He's not played, has he? No, so, he hasn't played since what week two, week three. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm pleased we're not playing against him. Mm-hmm. I think they still have got Djevion uh, Clowney, haven't they? Again, yeah. So, but I'm really I'm quite confident going into this team, but purely based on our team and how we've been performing, right. I'm confident we can come away with a win here. Well, uh, and, and I think the win last week is going to boost the team mm-hmm. to feeling like we can take these guys. You know, plus. The Texans' defense only has last week's game to really look at what we're running. Exactly. Yeah. Because you know Garoppolo, his games in New in in New England were you know that's a Belichick offense. That's that's a little different than a uh, than a Shanahan Shanahan. offense. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Granted, it's not probably not fully installed yet, but yeah. even the modified Shanahan offense that that Garoppolo was running, well, it worked last week. It'd be nice to get in the end zone though. I think I think this week will be important for him as well. Coming off that win, the good vibe. The more time spent with the team, uh, practicing with the scheme, uh, you know, is good. Um, yeah, I, I, I just don't know. I'm just really confident going into. Honestly, it's the first game this season. I think, I, in my mind, yeah, we're going. We're going to win this. We're going to win mm-hmm. this without going. Oh, but we oh, could. Maybe, but we could yeah. lose it. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. ourselves in the foot with penalties, <laughs> and we could turn up and have no offense whatsoever. But with yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo, it's a whole new confidence. Um, I can say one thing: we're definitely going to score a touchdown this Sunday. I can guarantee. Okay. Almost, I can almost guarantee that. Let's hope that doesn't shoot shoot me in the foot. You so have it here. James yeah. is almost guaranteeing a touchdown this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, I'm, I'm confident. I am. I uh, looked at the sh- the schedule. Well, look at some Monday? of these. So. Some of these stats, though. Look at some of these stats. The Texans. These are team stats. The Texans have allowed an average of 26 points per game so far. So that's 28th in the NFL. The Niners have allowed an average of 25 points per game, 24th in the NFL. So defensively. We're pretty evenly matched. It's just a matter of can our offense score that 26 points that the Texans allow? Mm, it also, for me, again, to go back to the quarterback position, is how that quarterback deals with the pressure. Yeah. Um, so we're both very similar, like you say, or in defense and in, as a whole, but looking just at the, you know, the, the team's quarterback pressures. Uh, it's how that quarterback deals with it. And I'm, again, a lot more confident in Jimmy Garoppolo than mm-hmm. Tom Savage. Uh, you know, Tom Savage got Butner and uh, Thomas bearing down on him, along with other guys that will soon follow through, not Foster. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think we are even as it stands defence-wise. Uh, that's obviously as over the whole season. Um, but, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really quite confident going into this game. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to put some points on the board as well. I really do think we're going to put. I think we are going to win this by. I don't know. I know we're only two and a half point underdog. Uh, well, we've opened up at two and a half under, a point underdog for the game. That's based on. If you ask me, that is based on our record uh, and the whole season in general. Not you know. I don't think mm-hmm. they've just looked at last week. Uh, we only won by one point last week. Right. Um, and you know those will fill goals. Uh, but if one of them would have been a touchdown, I think we'd have got more. I think we're going to score touchdowns this week. Uh, yeah. I think it's still going to be a close game, though. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to come down to a, a, a field goal. And I think we're going to be the victors. Okay. Well, so there's my prediction. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's... 
I hope, I think it's got the uh, potential to be quite an entertaining game. Yeah. With, I think we're fairly, I know their record's better than ours, um, but I think as you look at the two teams as it is now, just before the game, I think we're fairly even matched teams as it stands. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I say, I'm, I'm pleased, not not pleased to see Gar get injured, but I'm pleased oh. with facing Tom Savage and not Deshaun Watson. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I think we're quite even match, but I'm I am quite confident. I think it's going to be and hope for an entertaining game, and I hope to see Jimmy Garoppolo out there doing what you know what he does best, throwing brilliant touchdowns and scram, you know, scrambling doing yeah. good quarterback play. So I am I'm looking. I really am quite looking forward to the game on Sunday. It ought, uh, to, be, it ought to be a good yeah. game, entertaining. I think so. So with four games remaining, who would you choose as the Niners MVP? We've already said we're not going to give it to the kicker again. Oh, that's a good question. Um, MVP, our MVP this season. Who's? <laughs> I think Ruben Foster. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it would. There'd be absolutely no question and no doubt if he played every single game this season. Unfortunately, he hasn't. But every game he has played in, he's performed brilliantly. He's been all over the place. Ta- you know, he's tackling. Well, for me, as you watch our team, sometimes this season it's been very frustrating with the tackling. Mm-hmm. I've not seen Ruben Foster not able to tackle and get someone down once this season. I can't. That's that for me. That can't be said the same for any of the other defensive players. Um, you know, Fair so enough. I am heavily biased. <laughs> I would give it to River Foster. I'm yeah. heavily biased. I, just because I think he is a gamer in the face of ultimate tragedy. And I would give it to Marquise Goodwin. Yeah. I can't argue with that. I, I, I just, you know, he's, he's been consistent He's getting better each game, and just that one game where he and his wife are facing the ultimate tragedy that no parent ever wants to face, and he went and played the game for his deceased child, and that just that mm-hmm. spoke volumes to me. Yeah. Um. How? Okay. So Kilgore is a free agent at the end of the season. Do we renew his contract or do we release him? What do you think? I think it might. He might have had his time on our team. I do. I think we need a fresh look on that line. I think I do. I like Kilgore. Um, I mean, I like all of our players. To be honest, there's not one player there yeah. because they play for our team. But yeah, I no, I wouldn't personally. I think I'd let him go unless he wants. Unless he was be happy to uh, renew for you know very reasonable Less money. money in which or, case. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, or resign. You know, I, was, mm-hmm. what, I don't know what he's on now, but. If he doesn't want any more money, then yeah, and we've got yeah. the cap space, and it's one less person we've got to add to the team. But I, you know, if he wants more money, no. What about Dante Johnson? Same situation. He's a free agent. Do we re- renew a contract? Do we release him? It's a funny one for me, Dante Johnson. It really is. Um, I don't know. I think honestly, I think let him go. Let's see what we can get in for agents and uh, the draft. He's another one. I think that. He's had his time on the team, yeah. to be honest. I think he has. Now, this question I find really interesting because I don't think we've talked about these people in ages. But Tory Smith counts for $5 million against the cap in dead money for both 2018 and 2019. 
whilst Vance McDonald will count an average of five million across each of eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. So, which was the worst deal? Vance McDonald. Um, <laughs> I was I was quite gutted that we let Tory Smith go. I was thinking about it. Jimmy grew up. I know we've got Goodwin. I know we've got that deep threat. They're similar players in that respect. But um, I think if we had Tory Smith on our team at the minute with Jimmy Garoppolo, that'd be a weapon that he'd be able to utilise. Yeah. As things happen, didn't work out that way. But yeah, Vance McDonald. I, I mean, uh, again, I like the guy because he was on our team, but yeah. he dropped dropped too many thing, too many balls for my liking. Yeah, uh, he was hot so, and cold the whole time exactly, he was with us. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think he's done yeah. much since leaving us either. No, yeah. Tory Smith's on a good team, and mm-hmm. I, I wish him luck. And I, I think they're going to go into the deep into the off season. And he deserves it. I think he's, so. He's a, I think heck he's of a nice guy. guy. Yeah, yeah nice guy, nice good guy. player. You know, and and I always like rooting for the good guys. Me too. So, okay, well, we did our predictions. Uh, just to recap, I'm predicting a three-point win by the Niners, and James is at least predicting that there's a very good chance that we'll have a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good chance. <laughs> well, that's our show for today. Thanks to Audionautics.com for the music. Thanks to our friends Mark Lyon, Andrew Mitchell, Deepak Gohill, Paul McDonald, Rob Newell, Daryl Nils Heinemann, and Graham Ross for all the work they do on the group and the show. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Niner Empire GB and on Facebook, search for the group Niner Empire GB. You can also check out the Frequency 49 blog on Podbeam or your favorite podcast site. Or you can email us if you prefer at Frequency49Show at gmail.com. It's time to say goodbye, James. Goodbye, everyone. We're going to win on Sunday. (laughs) On behalf of James Little, I'm Kat Victorino. Thanks for listening. Goodbye for now.